When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Ben. Ben, we recently received a piece of listener email from a listener named Sarah. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, in Ohio, right? Sarah from Ohio. And Sarah wrote in and said, um, a few weeks ago, I came across your show on iTunes, and I love it. Thank you. Now, I've always thought cars were fascinating. I've only recently started to really learn about them. And then she says, my boyfriend is a self-proclaimed car guy, so he loves showing me things from vintage cars to Formula One racing, and, and I love hearing all about it. But your podcast has been a great and super fun resource for learning even more. Wow. That's a nice compliment. High Thank praise. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, but she did have a show idea. She said, I had one request for a potential future episode. I'd love to hear about how car guys like to decorate their garage or man cave. Now, what kind of unique vintage signs or artwork have you found or seen from someone else? My grandfather has some really neat signs and even just car parts hanging in his garage. And I found a couple of interesting things for my boyfriend's collection. But I've, I'd love to hear what other people find to be interesting. Mm-hmm. So she's asking about not just what we find interesting, but what... All of our listeners find it interesting. So, yeah, what do you guys think? Yeah, exactly. So she says, and, and then this is maybe the most interesting part of this mm-hmm, whole note mm-hmm, here. Yeah. I also fancy myself an amateur artist, uh, emphasis on the amateur part, and I have recently started, that was her own quotes, by the way. Right. On the amateur that was part. not you, Scott. No, no, no. no. <laughs> and I have recently started drawing and painting images of cars, and I attached a couple of images just for kicks. I don't know if car art like this really has as much of a thing in the automotive world, but I've seen some awesome examples like vintage uh, Monaco Grand Prix posters are my personal favorite, she mm-hmm. says. And I wondered if there are any artists you've noticed or have any particular affinity for. Thanks again for the fantastic show. Can't wait to hear more. Sarah. Well, Sarah, first, uh, we're we're flattered. We appreciate it. And uh, to your boyfriend, hey, man, sounds like a keeper to me, right? Yeah, no uh, kidding. But, uh, but we have to take a moment to talk about the uh, the art that you so graciously attached because uh, Scott 
buddy, you and me were blown away. Oh, I think we need to show we need to show Noel some of this. Our super producer Noel Brown's in the house, of course. Sure. Uh, but so much so that I changed the, the screensaver on my computer to to one of these paintings. Yeah, he truly did. There's a a, a back end shot of a 1963 Corvette, mm-hmm. and that is now uh, proudly displayed on Ben's desktop. And, yeah. uh, man, these, these pictures that she sent, I mean, she says that, you know, she's an, she's an amateur artist, but right. the stuff that she sent is, is right up there with any of the other automotive artists mm-hmm. I've seen, the fine artists, you know, the, uh, watercolors, or I don't know if this is oil paint or what, but there's some sketches. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, there's a, a watercolor of a helmet here that's just absolutely amazing. A series of fastback vehicles all in a line, kind of silhouetted on the background, on a black yeah. background. Beautiful stuff. A Formula One car in the rain. Uh-huh. Uh, gorgeous. This is, these are really, really nice, Sarah. And I wasn't kidding because I re- replied, uh, with, you know, what I find interesting uh, yeah. to hang in the garage. And it's right along the lines of what she sent. You know, mm-hmm. the, the artwork that she sent, uh, you know, via, you know, JPEG or whatever with the email. Uh, but if, if I had an opportunity to hang any of that artwork in my garage, I definitely would. It's beautiful stuff. It's actually, yeah. It's better than that. It's almost worth hanging in, you know, the main part of your house, really. Right. Yeah. So this got us thinking, and uh, this is something that we haven't explored very much on the show. But this got us thinking about, you know, like what what kind of stuff would we say? What kind of stuff would we recommend? So this this episode is just going to be our informal look at some stuff that would be cool in a garage, and uh, more importantly, even to ask. You guys out there, what kind of stuff you have in your garage and why? Because let me tell you, man, some of the most interesting stuff you're going to find in a person's house is or on their property at all is going to be in their garage. Yeah, it often is that that way. I mean, because that's the place where you can feel free to hang up anything you want, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just pin it to the wall or you tack it to the wall or whatever. I mean, tape it up there. Um, now, I know that some garages are cluttered. Some, glad, some garages are clean. <laughs> Yeah, I, I get that. There's differences, and others are kind of in between somewhere. And you know, some are just utilitarian; they don't really have a lot of uh, um, feel to them, I guess. Mm-hmm. But others are a comfortable place to kind of hang out. Right, and, and a lot of people do that. They make you know the garage is still functional. You can still park your cars in there. Yeah, it's a place where you sit down and have a beer, though. Yeah, you can have a chair in there. You can have a television in there. You can right. have a radio. Uh, whatever, you know, you can have a, a desk in there. You can sit and work at your desk if you wanted to out there. A lot of people do that. And I've been in a lot of garages over the years. Mm-hmm. Lots of garages all around. Friends, family, yeah. garage sales, whatever. Yeah, residential, <laughs> commercial garage yeah. sales. All that stuff. <laughs> you know, I've been in a lot of them and, and each one, it really is a reflection of the owner. The oh, sure. It's like the, a fingerprint. Yeah. The, or the person who is most interested in the automobiles usually is the one who yeah. has kind of taken over the garage, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, that's kind of at, at my house, that's kind of my area and I've got my own stuff out there and you know, mm-hmm. it's cluttered in some spots, but most of, most of the places it's uh, it's relatively clean organized. I do have some, some garage art that we'll talk about, you know, that I hang on the wall, um, posters, prints, things like that, that um, they're not even necessarily automotive stuff. Um, I've got stuff that are, you know, like the, the cover of a baseball magazine from 1962 that's framed. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, a poster that's a huge frame poster that's from, I believe it's an Italian radio um, ad oh, that's, that's on the cool. wall. It's a mermaid listening to a radio. Um, it's really cool. It's a neat, <laughs> it's a neat print. Um, I've got a vintage boat race poster that I found at the thrift shop. Shop. I found it for like seven bucks, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's this really cool thing. It's like five feet tall and you know three and a half feet wide. Um, I just bought a frame for it and it was a stupid frame was like 110 bucks because it's such a big print. Wow. But it's, it's the, the print is worth it. I mean, it's a really cool looking, very heavy stock 
uh, poster that, again, I got it for $7. It's, you know, it was just tucked in a corner somewhere at a thrift shop and or an antique shop, I guess. Right. And uh, it's of a, a vintage boat race from Lake Geneva in the 1940s. Uh, but it has a, a really interesting style to it, a really interesting look to it. And I thought, well, this would look really cool in the garage. It probably would look good in the house, but, you know, the garage is kind of my area. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I can throw up anything I want in there and not have to really worry about getting the approval, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, I got all kinds of stuff. It's kind of yeah. an eclectic collection. It's mostly racing stuff, you know, that's framed. Yeah. But um, I have, I found some shark sculptures at one one time. I have... um. Really, I have to show you them to, to be able to understand what they're yeah. like. But there's three of them, and it kind of looks like they're in a uh, in a school. When I place them on the, on top, they're on top of my um, my toolbox. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, and it's, it's it's pretty interesting. They're from the Cayman Islands. They're like hand carved and painted mm. and everything. They're mm. really cool looking. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a, a big eclectic mix of things. I have a whiteboard for making notes about you know any repairs that I'm doing or that's cool. Um, you know, tracing out wiring diagrams or whatever I have to do. I, I can do that there. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Also, people should know, uh, if you haven't heard before, that you're you're pretty super organized, Scott. I try to be. Yeah. Like, I, I don't uh, know about super organized, but I'm uh, I try to be organized. We uh right before we went to air today, uh one of our one of our coworkers um from uh our science show Stuff to Blow Your Mind was saying, Whose notes are these? And I went over and looked and, and they didn't recognize them. And they were talking about like, how how meticulously well done these notes were. Really? Yes, no, sir. I wasn't present, so I don't... Uh, yeah, I, so I... was I, one of two people. I said they were yours, yeah. <laughs> I'll let you guess who. All right. But, uh, but yeah, so this... That, that is a good point uh, where where you have this thing to make it your space. I love, like, a whiteboard. Um, 
what I, when I've had stuff like that up in the past, I've inevitably ended up drawing on it for fun, yeah. which is kind of cool. Uh, but I love license plates. I've always wanted to have that collection of all 50 license plates. Yeah. Uh, but I license plates are a common thing. I think that's yeah. a, that's a really good one because you can yeah. find those all over the place. I mean, again, if antique shops, thrift mm-hmm. shops. Sometimes you can just uh, you can just luck into them if you find somebody who is from that state and has right. one in their in their basement. Yeah, uh, you know, a friend, family member, whatever. Um, that's a that's a great thing to have. There are also uh, there are also people who will uh, make sculptures from the license plates mm-hmm. that can look really good. Uh, I I also I tend to like functional stuff like i i'm not saying that i i have absolutely no artistic taste but what taste i do have is probably kind of bad <laughs> so i so i usually end up i'll i'll frame something that is you know like a, a diagram or um something that is a reference material of some sort uh just because it's very <laughs> just because I guess it makes me feel like I know what I'm doing sometimes, even though it doesn't pertain. That's a cool idea, though. Yeah. I mean, you can you can literally go through like an old uh, you can pick up an old I don't know a, a National Geographic or Life magazine or something mm. like that from the 1950s or 1960s, and you could tear out ads from uh, from there for Cadillacs, or you could tear out mm. ads from Buicks or Desotos or whatever. Oh yeah, old car ads are yeah. the best, yeah, and they they're in those magazines. And all you have to do is find a stack of those magazines mm. for ten dollars or whatever, or a dollar, and uh, and take them home and look through them carefully. Choose what you want to frame, put it in a nice frame, throw it on the wall, or just you know just pin it up on the wall if you want to. You don't yeah, even have to go your, through the it's uh, your garage. Don't go through the trouble of framing it if you don't want to. I mean, some some areas it fits, some areas it doesn't. So it's all really up to you. And there's a lot of different ways to look at this. I mean, some people do it, you know, kind of go over the top. Mm-hmm. You know, they have um, you know fine art prints that are signed by the author or by the uh, by the artist, and uh, they're very very expensive. But you know, let's say that you have a um, a Mercedes, a vintage Mercedes, uh-huh. and you want to decorate your garage with vintage Mercedes parts and and emblems and and drawings and sketches and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's a cool thing to do to have kind of a theme, right? And if you yeah. want to do something like that, that's fine. But it's going to likely cost you a lot of money to do that as well. You can see that in professional garages sometimes too, like if they specialize in just Mercedes. Yeah, and all like the stuff that I'm talking about in my garage it has no real like concrete theme or anything. It's just whatever I like. It goes up on the wall. And a lot of it was like, you know, giveaways at, at races, like, you know, the, uh, the promotional stuff. Like if they give away a, a Michelin poster there that, um, is a, uh, a print of the winning car from the, the previous year at the race, mm-hmm. stuff like that, I'll, I'll, you know, put it in a $10 frame and throw it up on the wall and it looks great. It looks fantastic in the garage. It might not fit in the house. You know, in the main part of the house, but yeah. it looks really good in the garage or maybe in the basement or something like that. But it's just one of those areas that you can kind of play around with. And if you, if you like it on the wall, put it up on the wall. Yeah. I also like signs, the, uh, like an old Conoco sign or yeah, something. They get expensive. Yeah, man. They, I, I don't think they used to be that expensive until they became cool or something. Mm-hmm. And may, I, maybe it was, uh, like, I don't know anything about this, but maybe interior designer people, uh, caught on to, caught on to the game, but you used to be able to get those things so cheap, you know, oh, because yeah. they were like junk. Well, they were garbage. I mean, they yeah. were going to be, uh, you know, they're going to be thrown away or, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm sure that, you know, people are poaching those things out of old shut down gas oh, stations. Are you kidding? Yeah. But, but seriously, some of those things are worth thousands of dollars when they're, when they're refinished. Yeah. 
people do take them and they sandblast them, they repaint mm-hmm. them and make them look real pristine and yeah, pretty and fix put them the up wiring on the wall. even. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think we've all been in, you know, like maybe in a, a restaurant or something that has, sure. you know, a really cool old huge metal vintage sign of some kind, you know, whether it's a sports from, bar or something. Do yeah. That. Or maybe yeah. even a lighted sign, like from, uh, from Vegas or something, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that type of sign with the light bulbs that flash. Yeah. Uh, those type of types of things are really cool to hang in the garage. I mean, they wouldn't necessarily fit in the main part of the house, but in the garage, that thing kind of flies. It, it kind of, it's okay. Yeah. I, I keep, uh, old car parts too. If I just like, not even, you know, man, not even all car parts, but just, Parts of machines that I find interesting mm-hmm. because the garage is also, at least where I'm living now, is also where I'll go to take stuff apart and, and fiddle around with it. Uh, so I've like probably one of the, one of the coolest things we did on this show is when we completely dismantled the MG. Remember that? I do. And I still wish I had saved some more of that. To take it and, and mess around with it. Can I tell you a secret? Yeah. I've got some of those parts in my garage. What? And I don't know if that's a secret because at the time we kind of divvied that stuff up. Yeah. So I've got those stuff, that, some of that stuff. It's in my garage. Uh-huh. And uh, I haven't degreased the pistons and all that stuff yet. But I mean, I think there's a, there's a place for it. I mean, if you get uh, four hooks on the wall, you can hang up the four pistons from it. If they're, if they're nice and clean, I'll put them up on the mm-hmm. wall. Um, there's all kinds of things you can do with this. I mean, and finding, you know, grills of old trucks and old cars and, Hubcaps and like, yeah. you know, pieces like that, fenders. You've mm-hmm. you've probably seen somebody who has um, what almost looks like the side of an entire car on the wall. <laughs> That's a cool idea. Right. It's tough to hang that on yeah. the wall. I mean, you have yeah. to get somebody that really knows what they're doing to be able to hang that like that. If your but, wall can support it. Yeah, and and to be able to to somehow you know gather that collection together. You know, that you can find the front fender, the door, and the uh, and the rear fender, plus maybe a hubcap or you know a, a wheel cut in half. Yeah, that you can put up there with it. It's 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 a real art to be able to do something like that. We even thought about doing that at the previous office with the MG that we tore apart, but it we became did. it became a little bit too complex of an idea. I think, yeah, I think I think in our case it was due to uh, the the structural abilities of the wall, yeah, which yeah. were not not up to snuff. It can be quite heavy, but it's a it's a neat idea, and I've seen again restaurants and you know businesses that do stuff like that. That's a good idea. I haven't really seen that in person at somebody's house. I've seen parts of a car, you know, like maybe a fender sure, yeah. or a hood from a race car. Yeah, uh, you know, ornament. Yeah, uh, no. hood ornament. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. I mean, so there's all kinds of stuff, you know, and there's also some uh, some stuff that you can buy from the manufacturer, you know, like it's the it's the recreation of the front end of let's say a uh, 64 and a half Mustang. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. 
someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. What? Yeah, that's cool. Uh, one thing I saw that was a little creepy and kind of hoarderish to me was uh, in this in this guy's. This wasn't even a garage. He was just like a uh, antique kind of salesperson guy, mm-hmm. and uh, he had all these rearview mirrors mm-hmm. that were like strung to the ceiling and hanging down. It's and, a strange collection. It's a weird collection. How do you get all those rearview mirrors? I kept asking myself as I drove away. This was my road trip. <laughs> I, I didn't want to. Uh, I don't want to stay. But well, but that's the go-to guy for something like that. If you need a rearview mirror, because uh, you know that's the way people are with hubcaps too. Yeah, they they, they start collecting, and then suddenly they've got ten thousand hubcaps, and people start coming to them to buy you know these vintage antique hubcaps that you know they have to have you know three more because they've only got one on the car. Right. Where are they going to find the other three? And this person has, you know, 18. And that's a really strange thing because I don't know about you, but I didn't recognize how um, how big of, and I, I guess it's fair to call it an industry, how big the hubcap trade is. And we we did a show that involved some of that. And we, we found these groups of people who would go scout specific areas and trade, but only with other specific people. It was that was a long time ago. That was a very long time yeah. ago. Hubcap art and all yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 All right. So again, it, it just really matters on your own your own taste, I guess, because you can mm-hmm. do anything you want in this area. That's that's the the beautiful part about this is that, and, and you can change it. I mean, I'm I'm considering hanging some more stuff in the garage. You know that I've like that print that I've got, but mm-hmm. I was thinking, well, maybe maybe I need to paint in there first. You know, and yeah. I'll change the lighting out because I got two bare light bulbs in there, and that's terrible for lighting for a garage, really, if you're going to try to do any kind of work in there. Yeah. And uh, and so little things like that. I mean, I want to do the floor. I want to epoxy the floor, but that's all smart. this stuff is different steps in the in the process of getting it to looking exactly how I want it to mm-hmm. look, and it, it you know, they're big steps. It's going to take a long time to, to get that to that point, but once I'm there, I'm going to really enjoy that area of the house. And I'm going to be able to, you know, kind of change things up as I want. I'm not going to really have to, uh, again, get any kind of approval from anybody else about it. <laughs> you just do it. You know, stuff that you find or bring home or things that you find interesting, like, you know, pieces of machinery like you were sure, talking about. Yeah. That's that's a fantastic idea. Well, also, uh, the we should point out, too, that for a lot of people, Art may not be something that they consider in their garage. You know, it, it could be very utilitarian for a long time. You know, I was, I, and I probably still am on balance, much more preoccupied with, uh, do I have the right tools for the jobs I want to do? You know, and there have been, t- <laughs> there have been times when I've just sort of sat there and I've got this, uh, I've got, you know, these different tool sets. I think everybody has, uh, uh, one or two tool sets where you're like missing, 
just like one socket. Mm-hmm. And that stuff drives me insane, man. It's like missing one piece of the jigsaw puzzle. Sure, sure. And so, so you'd rather invest in that. Well, yeah. So I, I would go and like just stare at that missing spot where that socket used to be. And like in my head, I'm, I'm more concerned about that than art. And it's okay if you're, if that's not what you're into, but I would say one other thing. If you have if you have artistically inclined friends or buddies and you're you're fixing up your garage, um, ask them if they want to paint something on it for you. Like sure. a mural is great. That'd be a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool if you trust them to paint a mural on your wall. That is. Yeah, make sure you guys are tight, and even if you're very close friends, make sure it's going to be something that you want to look at because a mur- it's a lot more difficult to change a mural than it is to change a framed well, painting. Well, I guess you could paint over it, but then you're going to, uh, you're going to damage the, the friendship uh, with the person that painted that mural. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. There's that side to it. Yeah, there's a political aspect to this <laughs> I haven't considered. Yeah, now, one one quick thing yeah. before we kind of move on to uh, you know the call to action, I guess, on this. Uh-huh. Next time you guys are watching you know, an episode of Jay Leno's Garage, Take a look at what Jay Leno has hanging on the walls of his garage. He's got now. I know he's got an exceptionally, you know, large space to do this with. It's a lot more than any of us have. I'm yeah, sure in typical our typical garage. Yeah, exactly sure. right. He's got you know prints that are. Let's say he's got uh, you know two or three Bugattis, some some classic Bugattis or yeah. whatever. He'll have a uh, a print on the wall that is nearly billboard size of an old Bugatti ad, mm-hmm. and then he'll have a couple of you know Bugatti emblems or something on the wall or, or hubcaps or whatever. He kind of creates a little area that is, uh, is focused on things like that. So let's say that it's a, a Ferrari's parked there. He might have a uh, vintage, like, um, uh, a pit crew jumpsuit yeah. hanging on the wall, you know, or something like that, or a, a helmet, maybe, a, you know, an F1 helmet mm-hmm. hanging on the wall. So he's got, obviously, the, you know, the funds to be able to create these uh, these settings mm-hmm. for his, his prize collection. We don't necessarily have that, but you can start to gather some small things along the way and make this area really your own, however you want to do that. Yeah, his is his area and, and garages at that level are almost like museums. You know, yeah. arguably he does have uh, an amazing private museum. Uh, but uh, I, Scott, I got into this idea with of murals. It snuck up on me. I forgot the point that I was supposed to be making with tools, which is that uh, tools and their function can be their own kind of art. You know, everybody is so familiar with the corkboard stuff on the wall. Mm-hmm. To me, uh, that that in its own way can be an act of creativity and aesthetic, you know. So I would say, I would say, Sarah, don't don't discount just hanging up uh, some tools, but do by all means, uh, for the record, uh, hang up those paintings that you sent us. Oh, absolutely, those are those are beautiful prints, and I told her as much that I would I would love to hang something like that in my garage. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no doubt that her boyfriend's going to be excited about hanging that in his garage as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, in, in the future, one thing that we would like to do if we do some more video stuff is, uh, get, get our own art to, uh, put up, right? For a show. Sure. Why not? Act surprise, spoiler alert. Kind of a little background, a little, uh, maybe a little set for us. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Hey, who knows? Uh, get but- the car stuff workbench. You have the Car Stuff Workbench, and what is the Car Stuff Workbench without the uh, Car Stuff Bugatti, right? No? No, uh, crickets. Oh, crickets. Nothing. Who keeps letting those crickets in here, Scott? I guess that means it's time for us to head out. Yeah, probably, but uh, we do want uh, our listeners to write in and to tell us exactly what you have hanging in your garage now, what you'd like to do with your garage, uh-huh. maybe. 
or some other, you know, kind of unique treatments that you've seen in other people's garages. Because, you know, they, they range everything from, you know, so pristine and so clean that you could eat off the floor. Right. All the way up to the ones that are so cluttered that you have to duck because things are hanging from the rafters. Uh-huh. Um, you know, or you can't even park a, a car in the garage anymore. Oh, There's yeah. a lot of those garages. That's but I'm talking shame. about a functional space that you've decorated or you've, mm-hmm. uh, you've somehow enhanced. Yeah. So, so anything like that. So so write in and tell us what you do with yours or, or what you've seen. We'd love to hear it or see it. Yeah, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're CarStuffHSW at both of those. You can check out every podcast we have ever done on CarStuffShow.com. And you can send your uh, pictures and your stories to us directly at our email address, which is CarStuff at HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.